I have a few keys to success. I'll try to wrap things up very shortly, inshallah. The first key to success, for you to succeed in Ramadan, there's only three of them. Number one is to create a very strict schedule. You will succeed in Ramadan if you have a schedule. If you do things haphazardly, you know, on the fly, thinking, oh, I'll wake up, I'm in the mood to do 10 salawat in the Prophet Oh, you know what, I have some time, let me just read 10 minutes of Quran. Oh, you know what, I think I'll go to Taraweeh today, I'm not feeling tired. You won't succeed in Ramadan. You'll get a little bit of the benefit, you'll absorb a lot of, some of the mercy. But if you want to maximize, then you have to create a schedule, plan it out. You have two and a half weeks before Ramadan begins. Plan out hour by hour what you're going to do, which salahs you're going to pray in the masjid, how much salawat you're going to do at what particular times, how much Qur'an you're going to recite, what exactly your schedule is, and include your work and class schedules into it. You will succeed. Otherwise, you won't succeed in Ramadan. The second thing is to speak less. This is the time for you to listen, listen to your heart speak to you. Ramadan is an opportunity for you to change your life. If you listen, if you speak less, you'll have an opportunity to listen to yourself. If you keep talking, right, if we keep talking the way we're used to, we'll never give our heart a chance to speak to us. We'll actually never know who we are truly inside. This is our one opportunity to do so. If we don't do it in this month, we'll never do it. The third and final thing is to disconnect. Okay, I have a challenge for all of you. This is a challenge. I don't know who's up for it. My, this is a challenge. Maybe you'll think before, maybe you won't. I want to see who is willing to, for the sake of their connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to maximize your benefit in Ramadan, who's willing to disconnect for 30 days from social media. 30 days. What you have to do is you have... So there's actually many movements that are promoting this now. But put that aside. Our focus is on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The world is going to continue no matter what happens. Right? Whether or not you read the news, things are still going to happen in the world. Whether or not you follow the playoffs, the playoffs are still going to happen. Nothing's going to change based off of your involvement in these things. Disconnect for just 30 days and see if it changes your life. Raise your hand if you're willing to do this. So what you have to do, if you, have, uh, if you don't have social media, then this is a piece of cake. But if you do have it, then you, for 30 days, cannot check it. Cannot, you have to d- disable it on your phone. After two weeks, I want to hear and see how your experience is. And again, after four weeks, and tell me if your life has changed or not. We're so connected to everything of this world. We're so connected. We have no chance at even listening to ourselves or trying to connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You have to disconnect to some degree. I'm not saying do it for the rest of your life. Do it for 30 days. See if it has an impact on your, uh, on your connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And get back to me. I want to know. So this is a 30-day challenge. Okay? How many people raise your hands again? You're actually going to do this. You're going to disconnect your social media accounts for 30 days. Okay. Uh, you can still have your phone, your texting, if you need to keep your texting, you know, for phone calls, cell phone. If this was 10 years ago, I would say, okay, we're going to disconnect from the cell phone, but you guys, nobody would raise their hand if I said that. So I'm just trying to be practical. You can keep your cell phone, take phone calls, text messages, no problem, inshallah. Email, it's important to have for work, etc. But no social media for 30 days. Let's see what happens, inshallah. Um, that's the last key to success. And I'm going to conclude now because it's time for the Adhan. Why does Ramadan work? Why is it the best opportunity for us to change our lives for good? Because it's the perfect formula. You know, when we admit patients to the hospital, we have to, when we admit them, the, one of the first things we have to fill out is their expected length of stay. Right? We have to say, okay, this patient, oh, their symptoms are not that bad. They don't really have much. I think they'll be here for one or two days. Oh, this person's critically ill. They have a vent. Uh, they're on the ventilator. They're being resuscitated. I think they're going to have to be here for two weeks or three weeks or four weeks because they're in a critical state. 
We are all in a critical state. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala designed Ramadan for 30 days as a way for us to change our lives for good. Ayyama ma'adudat are limited days. This is our opportunity to heal ourselves, to reset ourselves, restore ourselves back to what we were supposed to be, which is human beings that are connected to their Creator. This is an opportunity. This is what Ramadan is. Why does Ramadan work? It's this perfect combination of the mercy of Allah, of us striving through per- performing righteous deeds and crushing our nafs, our bodily desires by fasting from food, from, from drink and, and intimate relations. It's just this perfect formula for success. It'll make us happy in this life and I promise you, if we succeed this upcoming Ramadan, I promise you it'll make you happy in the hereafter as well, inshallah. Um, with that said, I thank uh, all of you for coming. I ask that you forgive me for anything wrong that I've said or anything wrong that's been said in the microphone. It was from me. If there's any benefit, it's from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 